Seven, three, one, nine, six, twelve, four twenty. 420 blaze it, bro. 420 blaze it. What's going on? Do you know what I was saying? For, like, I was referencing 420 for ages before I actually had any fucking idea what it meant. I just thought really? it was like a number associated with weed, but it was actually like school finishing time in America. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, so you didn't know that. See, there you go. So you didn't know what the actual meaning of 420 was. I thought I, I, I always thought 4, 420 was just fucking stomp a cone. Like. Nah, so it's like 420 is like, so that is was that the time. Is that why it's 420? Yeah. Right. So by the time you get home from school... It's about 420 in America. Yeah, okay. So that's okay. that's that's the time that you're likely to get your first bong in. What time did you finish like school? Uh, 3:05, I reckon. Yeah, probably. me too. Yeah. Mum so was always was, like 3 3:30. So I was ripping bugs, but Yeah, no. we we were we were already fucking like <laughs> we were already have, dizzy you, by that point. Did you smoke weed in high school? I don't think I did. I don't think no, actually I don't think I did either. I was a very late bloomer yeah. to the marijuana. And I think look, if there's one thing I'll say about weed, I think it's probably something that you should maybe wait a little bit. Like I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I don't lean know. in a little bit to that. Like it's definitely not. You don't want to be fucking punching jays when you're ten. No, of course. Um, but then no, again, I, I, I had my first again, West End when I was six. Yeah. So and what's again, I, worse? I don't you know, know enough like, the science behind it to give you any sort of factual thing, but just for my own personal feeling, I kind of feel like it's something where like, I mean, it, and look, you know, I think it, the reason I say that is because I think it applies to. Everyone in life. I think it's something that you should do in a situation where you are, you know, pretty well on top of everything that's going on. Because I think that weed is something that is very suppressing as well as it is relieving. I think yeah. it is equal part suppression and equal part relief from And things. in high school, you don't have anything to be relieved of other, other than no. does Stacey like me? That's a fucking good way. So, yeah. So, because it's equal, it's equal part or probably not equal, but there's part suppression, part, part uh, you know, medicinal or whatever benefits of it and when you're a kid you don't have you don't need medicinal your back's not sore you're sleeping fucking killer yeah 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 like all the things that you could be getting you know medicinally from it you shouldn't you don't need you don't it, need it. exactly so all right. it's doing is the memory loss and the things that we yeah. know are pretty common you know side effects of all the good whereas like when you're older and you start fucking working your ass off fucking you know yeah um, and it's like you know you look at the things like and we talk about it all the time but one of the most eye-opening things for me when i was very young when i first started doing it was i had a mate who uh was you know used to come home and, and have a couple of uh cones at night time and and go to sleep and and he'd have a good night's sleep and uh you know wake up and go to work in the morning started a new job drug testing very very heavily you know uh, had to be so careful so because he had like insomnia problems yeah he was coming home and having, first of all, it was six beers, and then it's seven, then it's eight. Yeah, so he, then he it's was 12. just shifting the fucking and substance. There's no, no one who has any sort of idea can tell me that having 12 beers a fucking night is oh. going to be better for you than smoking a couple Not of fucking all. tokes of a J or all. something. So that's why it's good. That's, that's why it's good that they're starting to bring CBD oil yeah. into legal. Like, um, just from mum's birthday a couple of weeks ago, um, I actually, because when we, when we were talking about it on episode one, you were mentioning how your mum takes it for her bones. Yep. And my mum's mom, my starting to have problems with her bones too. Yep. So she's got osteoarthritis or something as well. Yeah. She? The osteoporosis. I don't know what the difference between osteoarthritis and osteoporosis is. I don't actually know, but it's it's one of those two. Anyway. I think isn't isn't porosis like more of a like a you know uh, like a degenerative thing, and whereas like arthritis is more like an aching. So I don't know if there's like something where your know. bones are like weakening with porosis, but they're actually just could be a density with, thing. 
Yeah, I think again, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, either um, way, either way, I went to Happy Oasis and I was like, "Hey, look, man, like I want to get my mum a about like a batch of like a like a bottle of CBD." And he was like, "Yeah, here's some CBDa. This is um like combined CBD with CBDa oil, so it's like good for inflammation. So it's good for osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. It also helps with bone density as well and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting. Like, um, she hasn't did, tried it yet though." Uh, yeah. Oh, she, well, she She said she's been. To, well, she told me she was gonna be. She was gonna take it. I haven't actually asked her like you know how yeah. often she's taken it. Yeah. But um, we'll find out. I said to her, I was like, get back to me in like a month or two once you can. You once you yep. see how it's going, you know, uh, because it's not something that's gonna change overnight. But well, I mean, yes and no, because I, as I said, we with my dad, who obviously with his injuries and pain was always a very light sleeper, and he had a, a very very instant change with how much he was able to sleep in, in a solid session. So we're talking 20, yeah, well, that's good though. 20, 30 years um, of, you know, probably sleeping for a combined total of four or five hours a night um, before he'd have to wake up and, and adjust himself or whatever because the pain would start, would wake him up. Yeah, no to shit. To being able to just like do six, seven hours without fucking a thing. And he was to begin with, I think he was waking up probably a bit sore because his body wasn't used to shutting down for that long. Yeah. Um, but now he's got his bed like proper bed that he can like that has like the the electric lift and whatever and um i think it's it's made a huge difference for him so yeah i, I think it can have some instant but yeah obviously the long-term use she'll know whether she's yeah. feeling generally better that's it because um, i think for her it's only in it's only a new thing so like yeah of course it might not be so acute yeah at the moment exactly right as yeah whereas like my mum who's was like got to the point where she was having to have oxys and shit occasionally oh, because the fuck. pain was so unbelievable. Now it's been, I think, well over a year or so since she's had to have anything harder than a Panadine 4. No shit, that's Now so she still good. does have to have Panadine 4 sometimes because obviously you can't just be smashing CBD fucking... It's too expensive, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly right. Fucking on a, it's more of a night time so that she can sleep properly. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, being able to rid any yourself of having to have any sort of fucking oxy-dependency is a um, is a very fucking big earth step in the right direction. So, um, yeah, so that's awesome, man. So, yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll find out and we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Now, I know earlier on, just, just before we pressed record, you were saying about the – the influx of inboxes that we've been getting from people lately about how the the conversation from us and, you know, I'm sure a lot of other podcasts lately have, have been helping them with their mental health, have, yeah. ha, have really been, have, re, have really made them go, well, I'm not really in this alone. And I think we said this even on one of the last few podcasts. It was like, it's good to know that you're going through something with somebody yeah. Um. And it, and it's really cool. Like, shout out to everybody that's that's reached out. You know. Um. Even if it's just like your first initial turning point where you're going, shit. You know what? I want to start like actually making an active effort to to getting this going. Yeah. And it was even like um. So obviously we've uh, you know shout out to everyone who sent the messages in because it's been amazing. Like it's not. I, words cannot even really begin to describe how it feels to read one of those. Like just to think. You know, I guess we we always knew that we were going to talk about mental health a little bit, but to think that, you know, six or, or what are we now, seven, eight months into our podcast journey, to have as many people that we have had reach out and give us that kind of feedback, either just that it's amazing to hear two blokes be so raw and honest about these things, um, that, you know, to hear two blokes obviously trying to push this, this um, 
you know, this topic as being something that I guess, you know, what we're trying to do is make it easy to talk about as well, not make it yeah, so intense nice. and, and like like a psychologist appointment type thing, you know, make it a little bit more yeah, not so um, clinical, free bro. flow, free flowing and easy. And the, the a really awesome thing was um we were you know at a mate's house together for for drinks on on Saturday night um for my brother's birthday and uh someone said to me do you know what do you know what he was he was a bit drunk but he's like you know what the other day I was feeling really down and I just went on the wormholes Facebook page and just scrolled for like half an hour and I felt oh really who was that um oh I don't know if I want I want to you know yeah name, okay name tell me after I can tell you after yeah yeah yeah. Um, and I think I, it, I, I didn't I didn't know this. Yeah, I think it was just after you left, and I hadn't oh, had a nice. chance to tell you yet. Um, and yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, I've been having a really rough time lately, and he's like, I've seen the shit that you're posting, and for some reason, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go on the wormholes page, see if I can get myself a bit of bit of positivity, and uh, you know, sure enough, I, I jumped on there, I scrolled down for a little while, and I felt infinitely better. And it, that's that. I guess that's why I've tried to focus on that with the content side of things as well. I mean, one, it's it's kind of been good because the one thing that the getting banned off Facebook has allowed me to do is kind of only focus on that stuff when I want to. Yeah. Whereas in the past, it was just always there. Every time I'd open my Facebook, I had every possible conspiracy page followed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every possible fucking wokeness just every slapping meme. me in the face. And then I was sharing it. And then people are commenting and fucking telling me I'm a dickhead. And like, so I was kind of creating this like, real negativity whereas yeah. like tonight we're going to get into a bit of hecticity but as much as it's kind of more difficult because i have to go hunting to find answers like yeah, before it used to just it. be there available for me and which so, is which i think is a good thing because before when it was sitting there available to you maybe a lot of the information that was coming through was getting through your spam filter do you know what i mean like it yeah. was getting through you like you it was making your discernment of the truth a lot more difficult because there was memes here and memes there by people that didn't actually know the the bigger picture and you 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 were finding it hard to to really narrow in and and, and find with a fine tooth comb and find out what resonates with you the best yeah. so so what was happening is was you were sharing things that you found funny things that you thought were true things that you might have even thought were bullshit but just wanted to bring to people's attention and what was happening was people was just seeing it as like one big flood of this is what he believes because yeah. this is what he's sharing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess that's where, so why I've tried to turn the Facebook into a, into a hub of positivity, you know, people know to come and listen to the episode and, you know, they can pick the episode and if they want some hecticity, they know that they're going to fucking find it. Yeah. And I'm going to use hecticity for fucking ever now. That is our <laughs> word. We're going to put that on a shirt for sure. Yeah, fucking know. Um, so, <laughs> it, but I, I guess now it's kind of, it's, it's pushed me to not, you know, because obviously out of fear of having the fucking Facebook nuked, yeah. I haven't put any of that shit on yeah. the page. And I think that it's kind of cool because now you go on there and it's either us talking about the merch, the episodes, or it's pretty much positive or slightly funny shit. And I think that's kind of really added to the, song of the, the week. image of- um, Did you share some song of the week last week? Uh, no, I haven't shared them yet. I got to yep. go back and listen to the episode and remember what we said. Yeah. Um, but I actually thought of one yesterday. I was listening to it that I didn't want to share on there. Um, so I'll tell you what, let's give a quick song of the week right now. All right, all right. Um, let's do song of the week right now. Is, let's kick it off. Mine song is, um, mine is, uh, week. yeah, we need to make a little, we need to make a fucking song button for of it. Song, song of the week. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> yeah, we fucking need oath. 
We need a gang, well, just a gang box as Some well. Some of the week. Yeah, that'd be yes. cool, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be fucking cool. We'll just get like Rookie, Pato, Aaron and fucking AJ around and we'll just do a fucking yeah. gang box. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but mine is um, 40 Ounce by Polyphia, dude. Bit of fucking oh, instrumental goodness. Sick, and dude. that song is... Um, it's just so good, dude. So groovy. The film clip's amazing, so I'm going to share it. It's a bunch yeah, of grandmas, it. like, just wiling out in their house and, like, they're all on the guitars and shit and, like, it's just funny as. So that's, yeah, my, that's yeah. my song of the week, 40 Ounce by Polyphia. If you like the sort of, like, you know, real elite guitar level but you don't like the screaming, then there's a song for you that you're not going to get screamed at. You're not even going to get talked at. It's just all instrumental. Just, absolute yeah, goodness. bit of shred, bit of shred. Yeah, what about all right, you, man? All right, all um, right. I think... Oh, don't know what episode would have, would have been. Would have been a couple of months ago. I was saying that um, I was really getting into this artist called Stephen. Yeah, uh, in my head, then I was like, "We're gonna go back to this play me like a violin guy." And you yeah, just fucking, I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. song, dude. I love yeah, it. so do I. Someone's um, reached out to us as well and said that they fuck. I wish I could think of who it was, but someone has messaged the podcast. And said that since that recommendation from you, they have been smashing the shit out of that song. Yeah, man. So the song of the yeah. week works. We just got to fucking yeah, remember. Yeah, we just got to remember. But to here do we it. are, two weeks in a yeah, fucking yeah, row, yeah, baby. Yeah. Two song of the week. That's it. That's it. So this time it's another. It's you know what? It's 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 hard to pick because I've really been getting into two of his songs l lately. But I think I, I think I think I'm gonna give it to uh, Alien. The song called Alien. I, I can't remember which album it's from. It might have. It might be a little bit of an older one, but. It's fucking killer. Alien by Stefan. I mean, also Tracer as well. That's that's the other one. But yeah, Stefan, you mentioned them before as well. That's the same dude, bro. Oh, so it's not called Stephen. <laughs> well, it's spelled it's spelled with a P. Yeah, but so, Stephen's spelled with a P. Yeah, but so it's Stefan. No, Stefan's spelled with a fucking with a P. F. Stefan, harden the fuck up, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Harden yeah. the fuck. This is Stefan. Harden the fuck up, Stefan. It's, it, it's S-T-E-P-H-E-N. So I guess Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Stephen, Stefan, whatever, whatever oh, He's probably is. European as fuck, so he's definitely fucking Stefan. So it's definitely Stefan. Yeah, Stefan, harden the fuck up, Stefan. <laughs> um, uh, that was Ronnie John's Half Hour. What a fucking show that was. Oh, that was a good show. Hey. That's where the chopper came from, which is still, he still does Our that character now. international listeners would have no idea what they might about know Ronnie that. John's Half Hour. No, they, they, I don't think they would, bro. No, but they might Honestly. know who the Chopper guy is. I think the Chopper, yeah, because Chopper's pretty internationally famous. If you know who Chopper Reed is, and you and you don't know uh, Ronnie Franklin. John's Half Hour, Heath Franklin, Heath is that Franklin, guy, yeah. he does he he does a a really good impersonation of Chopper. Yeah, but he does stand up with it. And Chopper was is I wouldn't call him a serial killer, would you? I don't know, just a fucking crazy. He guy. was just a loose unit. You know, Chopper actually went because he was like pissed off about Heath Franklin doing stand-up off of him. So then Chopper himself started doing stand-up. Oh, really? And it wasn't good. It was more like talking, you know, yeah, just like yeah, talking. Yeah. Like I, saw, I saw Chopper get up on stage and do like almost like life stories. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. Well, yeah. Not so much like stand-up. He was just talking about his life. Yeah, and like he, he lived right. a life that you could talk about. Oh, absolutely, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Imagine that cunt now just like making a fucking legit podcast. I'll be listening the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah. When did he die? Um, I don't know. It was about four or five years ago. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a while ago. Well, that was a tangent because I want to circle back quickly to what we were saying um, at the top of the episode before we get into the hecticity. But yeah, I just uh, you okay. Know, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's all a right. couple of years ago. You reckon? I want you to give me born in born the seventeenth of November nineteen fifty four in Melbourne. Yep. Mark Brown and Chopper Reed. Yep. When what year did you think he died? I'll get. It was 9th of October. In what year? Two thousand and thirteen. You are right. 
Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I thought dude. it was a lot later than that. I thought it was like 2015 that he passed. Yeah, when we were first talking about it, and then as soon as you said that, I thought about it more and I was like, hold on a second. It was a few years after that because that guy came to fame in like 2008 ish around that time, the, like from that Chopper character. Yeah. Do I remember like looking it up with a fucking YouTube proxy at, on the school computers and shit? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and I reckon it was four or five years after that. that yeah, no away. shit. So, um, yeah, nailed that. Nailed that okay. day. All right, circling back to what we were, yeah, what we yeah. were saying so, before. Look, I just wanted to, obviously, yeah, look, I wanted to thank everyone for it. And, and, and there was another thing. Someone reached out to me today and they were saying to me, like they were trying to get their boyfriend to listen to the podcast because they felt that they could benefit from listening to the, to the mental health um, side of things. And I guess, you know, it's... That's one thing that is an interesting question to pose because this is, whilst this is becoming, it's. I don't think that podcasting has even hit its peak yet. I don't think it's something. Still in its adolescence. Still in its infancy, and whilst it's much more adolescence. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because it's yeah, it's definitely not. um, People know about them. People know about it, but there's a lot of people. Not like crypto. "Eh." That's in its infancy. Yeah, yeah, and even that's starting to grow up a little bit now, but still, yeah, very much in its infancy. So yeah, adolescence, I think, is probably. The perfect term for it because but it's still not something where everyone's been able to, to get on board with you know that idea and i even said to her i said to be honest i wasn't even really doing it that much before we started this like there was only i used to do very random bits and pieces of joe rogan yeah um then chris delia before i found out he was a fucking pedo yeah um was someone who i actually was the first podcast i ever listened to back to back and then now there's so many that i listen to um and did it, you end up listening to that defiance one with the ghost inside no, story yet not yet yeah i haven't either man like i i should have i should have at least knocked one out today but oh my god i'm so busy today yeah. i reckon today i've driven about 350 kilometers hey yeah, fuck, dude, i drove crazy. from from you know wingfield cavern area i drove from there to port adelaide into the city to the then to my mile end then to ranella then to Vic, uh, Gulwa, then to Victor Harbour, then to Glenelg, and then back. Wow. Yeah, and then now here. <laughs> That's insane, dude. And Done all of those case, Spanish yeah. listeners are just like, I can't even think of a Spanish. Well, it's word. about 350 kilometres, so, how, so many, how many miles would that be? Oh, so let me ask Google. How many miles is 350 kilometres? 350 kilometers is equivalent to 217.48 miles. Yeah, that's a fair few miles. In about nine hours, so. Do they even use miles in Spain or is it only America? I don't know what countries use miles. Isn't only America well, that Britain, uses miles? Britain, oh, no, they use miles. Britain use miles yeah, as well. that's right. It's just the rest of the other fucking stupid system that America uses, like Fahrenheit and fucking yards and shit. Yeah, or well, the imperial system. Imperial loads of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I, I guess, you know, it's it's such a, a weird thing to think of, like how do you get someone who's like not interested, who you think can benefit from it um, to listen in. But, you know, I, it's still just so cool to me that other people are thinking of like, yeah, hey, you know, I think that this person would benefit from having a listen. And, um, you know, I, I, it's such a cool and weird time that we're in at the moment where we are able to kind of ride this wave of, of podcasting becoming yeah. such a more popular medium and... And because, like, because long form so, conversation has become 
more like people just kind of put their put their AirPods or their Galaxy Buds in and they'll go about their cleaning, they'll go about their cooking, they'll go about their driving and and, and like they feel like they like I know I feel like that I'm a part of the conversation. Yep. So recently when I've been listening to the Workaholics uh, this is important podcast. It's like one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Yeah. And then you feel like you're sitting there with the dudes talking. And you just can't necessarily chime in. You just can't like, chime you, you in. You don't have to because there's just so much going on. Yeah. And I, I've loved that. Again, that's already become one of my favorite podcasts of all time because I think their chemistry is unbelievable. Yeah. And it's always like you, you it had the potential to be shit because something, some things don't translate that well, well from, yeah that's it you know man. when you've got this scripted show and and you've got these set characters and then to hear them just probably be even funnier because in the show they've they're kind of limited because they've got to stay within that character so but even then the characters in the show of workaholics are very heavily based on themselves exactly yeah. so it's not like that they even use their normal first names so it's not like that they're really like going to strange. No, it's just too like far. extenuations of certain parts of yeah, themselves. Yeah. But with this, it, because they've got this license to be free on this podcast, you're getting even more than what you get in yeah. the TV show. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking hilarious to listen to. But yeah, it, I'm the same, man. When I'm like cleaning or or doing the dishes or making food or whatever, like, I really love having a podcast on now. And I think that it's something that is for me. And like for someone like myself who has been very music orientated my entire life. Like I've always been more music than TV yeah, my whole life. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of been cool to find something else other than that because I, not that I would ever like, oh, I'm just tired of music, but it's just cool to find something else to, to do in that time. For sure. And something for where, sure. you know, you'll learn things or you'll just find things in, inspiring or you'll find things yeah. interesting or whatever it is. Like it, it kind of offers this other dynamic that music – can't offer sometimes, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, music's more like hopping on a roller coaster, yeah. whereas I feel like podcast is more like hopping on like a gravitron. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing, but it's different. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, you, instead of moving up and down, you're moving left and right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good analogy, but and the, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going. And with, looking so. at it from a podcaster perspective, like there's a few people. Like I want to give a shout out to to. Uh, my boys uh, Bradley and, and Craig in particular because they're two blokes that I've been friends with for over 10 years. And through starting this podcast, I have talked to them more in the last six months than I have probably in the last six or seven years. Yeah, that's good, man. And that's through no fault of our own, you know. We're just all yeah, busy people. Yeah, busy, bro. But, like, now I'm fucking hanging to hang out with them. Like, I'm I'm going to get them to come to when we've got everything set up at the new place. Yep. They just want to come along and have a, a, you know, sit and listen. I'm, I'm going to try and force them to get on the mic at some point in time. But to start with, they just want to come and hang out. And it's kind of like, for me, it's been like, you know, sometimes I mean, we always talk about, you know, you need to reach out and, and talk to people and whatever else. But, like, sometimes you you just do that if you do that like oh hey man how you going or whatever or you bump into them but like this has given us something to actually talk about yeah and consistently yeah. talk about like they'll just message me and be like hey man just listen to this episode today um you know uh i think it was craig who messaged me today being like you know oh, i fucking loved mortal Kombat." like listening to the last episode yeah and talking about his favorite childhood movies and like no and shit. i love that shit and i love interacting with that and so like it just gives us a reason what, to talk what, what were his favorite week. childhood movies let me um let me get it up let me get it up, and then I'll bring up my chat log. Hi, oh, in, um, in a in a in a fight between Liu Kang and Ariel, Liu Kang uh, would get his fucking dick ripped off. Bro, I don't, 
That is the most blasphemous thing you've ever fucking said on this podcast. <laughs> I knew it you know that Liu Kang can fucking turn into a motherfucking dragon, dude? Like, you, know that fucking, you know that fucking Ariel is the little fucking mermaid, mate? Here is, I'm going to ask him, Craig, when you listen to this episode, when I read out this movie in a second, I'm going to ask you a question about it. But um, he did mention a really good one we didn't talk about, and I hope you've seen this. He said, just listen to the app, app the, uh, and what I thrash as a kid is Sandlot Kids. Do you remember Sandlot Kids? Nah. Wow, you got to get around that. Rookie of the Year, which I, I don't actually know that one myself. Yeah. Both the Mortal Kombat movies, which we talked about. Yeah. Street Fighter. And I think this Street oh, Fighter movie yeah. he's talking about is garbage. It's a fucking Van Damme and Kylie Minogue is in this Street Fighter movie. Yeah, right. Movie. I don't think I know that and one. And like it's as a kid watching it, it's I not love garbage. Street Fighter, but, like Sega Street Fighter. Yeah. So it's based on that. And yeah. like so watching it as a kid, it's awesome. But like looking at it as objectively as like a movie that was made, it's fucking horrible. No shit. Um, and then obviously he goes into Big Daddy Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. All the Adam um, Sandler He's classics. like, go into Blockbuster at Hollywood Plaza every time I was having a sleepover for Mortal Kombat, which is like a thing like me and dad would always, when we were kids, like those two movies, Mortal Kombat and Beverly Hills Ninja, like we would go to the movie store and like I would just harass dad until he got those two movies as well. Like, so he'd make me go without a few times. He'd be like, no, we need to fucking watch something else. <laughs> and then like after like yeah. five times, he'd be like... All right, we'll get fucking Mortal Kombat and Beverly Hills Ninja. And I'll be like, fuck yes. You might as well depressing. just have it on six month loan. Like. Well, I did eventually. They put it on TV. Because uh, like obviously it only just come out when I was first watching it as a kid. And then they put it on TV after a few years. And I recorded it to VHS. And then I watched that VHS so many fucking times, dude, that I like ruined the fucking... Um, yeah. You know what else we didn't talk about? That I fucking... The Power Rangers TV show and movie... Those oh, two yeah, things, I fucking pumped, man. Well, we didn't talk anything really about anime. And, like, a lot of my childhood, I was, like, heavy into anime. So I was, like, heavy into, obviously, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, I'm honestly surprised that I don't have a Dragon Ball Z tattoo yet. Yeah. But it will happen. It will happen. I'm going to get a Vegeta Vegeta my, tattoo. My boy Ricky has a good one. My mate Does that he? you've met. Yeah. Yeah, my mate Kane has a fucking dope half-sleeve of um Gogeta, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta from yeah. Dragon Ball GT. Fuck yeah. But dude. um, yeah, yeah, I, I fuck heavy with Dragon Ball Z. Um One Piece, if you ever if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, before. no, I, no, I didn't actually who was watching someone was telling me they were watching One Piece recently. Um I can't remember who it was. Maybe yeah, that other really good show. It's about his part pirate called Luffy. Yeah. And like he had like stretchy limbs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's hell cool. Um then there was like more of the old like classic ones like Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, and, um, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I watched heaps. There's another one called Trigun. Shout out to anybody that knows Trigun because that was a real small one that was fucking dope. Yes, give us a yeah. give us a message if you know what fucking Trigun is. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I remember Neon Genesis Evangelista and that though. Yeah, I do remember those. I used to watch them on SBS all the they time. They were essentially kind of like. A more hectic version of what are those things called? The uh, fucking... Transformers. Yeah, and that other thing. Kind of. They were like um, a ro big robot suit oh, that you'd fight in. There's another. Oh, they, they did a fucking. Oh, I can't think of it. Hold on. I got to look it up. Uh, do you know? Remember Dynasty Warriors? Are you talking the about game? Zoids? Nah. Did you ever play Dynasty Warriors, the game? I don't think so, eh? Yeah. Dynasty, so, oh, wait. Dynasty Warriors, the one where you kind of just like. Just like fuck everything. Yeah. You just you, like and go it's like through open armies. map and shit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, 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 Gundam. Like, that's the one I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, Gundam Wing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, like, was, that was like. So the yeah. Neon Genesis was like a more hectic version yeah, of like version the Gundam, Gundam kind of like yeah. robot style of um, anime. Very Japanese. Yeah. I used to. Very like, Japanese. I used to fuck with. Um, and Pokemon, with, obviously. But. 
So I was like Simpsons from a very young age as well for me. Yeah. Things like the Amanda Show, Rocket Power. Like I used to watch a lot oh, of Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah me too. Me and Cartoon Network. My dad Did you watch Angry Beavers? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I Angry Beavers is fun. Wait, you look back at Angry Beavers now and that shit was dark, bro. Yeah. Go back and look at it. It's like it's like depressing as. The whole the colours are like real desaturated and the Ren music's and Stimpy really... was fucked up, Yeah, dude. Like, that was not a kid's show. But nah. everyone was just like, oh, look at them. They're being silly. It's a kid's show. Yeah. Not a kid's show, bro. No, nah, no. Nah, um, really. Did you yeah. get into Beavers and Butthead? Not heaps. Yeah, me not either, heaps, really. like... I don't know, Connor, I think it, it went over my head too much as like yeah. a real young kid. Yeah, so me too. you just laugh at the voices a little bit and then be like, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. It was kind um, of like, fa- not 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 phasing out, but it was like not as popular by the time I'd become on age to like, yeah, to really. Did you ever did you ever watch Daria? Yeah, my ex no, used to no, fucking no, love no. Daria, dude. Like she was There was something fucking... weird about that show that I liked. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It, maybe it was her persona of just being like super Whatever. Because we're fucking emo kids and that's yeah, she just aligned perfectly she with She was our, the original emo kid. With wiping our fringe out of our fucking eyes from a very young age. Yeah, that's it. Did you ever have a fringe that actually covered over your eyes? <sighs> dude, do you not do you ever not seen the photos of my fucking hair? I dude? don't think so, man. And the my Facebook got nuked, so it's so sad, so all my good ones are gone. But I will um <laughs> I'll post a good one on the wormholes page. I'll dig one up. All right, all right. And I'll wait, post well, a good well, one. Wait, well, I'll, I'll, cause I don't know if I've got any because they're all in my space. I was half surfy, half emo. So I had the emo fringe swept across that was straightened. Yeah. And then I had like the big fucking buffy like hair at the back. Yeah, okay. So like it was like I was this hybrid emo. Hybrid emo. Hybrid emo yeah. surf. Emo metro dude, hybrid. Because all my mates were surfy. Yeah, So okay. like I couldn't stray too far away from the – and I never dyed my hair black or anything. Oh, okay. But I was like emo yeah. in my soul, you know. Yeah, I was, no shit. I was raw XD and all over the place, yeah. bro. I had a pretty um, heavy fringe. It covered like my right eye most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and like the sides went down to about my collarbone. Yeah. Um. Not not very often that I actually dyed it. Yeah. I, I did see some old photos of you. Yeah. You do. You were pretty fucking emo, man. You're, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I was, I was pretty emo. I kind of wish I could grow long hair now, but like I'm losing my hair too quickly to. to Just get a wig, bro. <laughs> Just get a wig. Just get a wig. Just get a big emo wig, man, and yeah. glue it to my super glue it to my head. Well, maybe don't super glue it, but like you can nah, super glue it, cunt. Fuck it. Just fucking YOLO it. Just, just YOLO it. Just, just never paint get it thin off. as yourself when you're fucking paint, keen to get yeah. when you're keen to get rid of it. Just keen to get back into the emo phase, bro. Oh, bro, how good. I, even I. Can't. We should one time. Oh. Once we get video rolling, we'll we'll get some proper emo wigs and we'll rock we'll do some a full emo, emo and the whole episode will just be like, I just can't. I hate my dad. <laughs> I just we'll do we'll do an episode about everything we hate. Yeah, yeah, and we have to, the whole episode. We have to, to talk like, like this. this. We have to talk in an American like, accent for some reason. I don't know why. It's like I hate olives. Oh, I do fucking hate olives. Me too. Me too. Actually, olives and olives. anchovies can suck my dude. Nah, see, I like anchovies. Well, oh, well, I, don't, I don't. I don't just sit there and nom on anchovies. Like, does <laughs> anyone though actually? <laughs> yeah, nom I, don't on think anchovies? So. I don't think so. But like on, no, on, no, on a pizza, few. every now and then, you know, just a couple of anchovies, just to give it a bit of that salty flavor, is not too bad. Oysters don't fuck with oysters, personally. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even tried to eat an oyster. Everyone's like, you got to you got to try it cooked because I only ever tried it raw. They're like, you got to try it Kilpatrick with like. Whatever the fuck's on Kilpatrick. That sauce, that Worcestershire sauce and shit. Yeah, bacon and, bacon fucking... and shit. Yeah, but like, I'm sure that would be nice because the bacon's there and shit, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've never fucked with oysters. I I'm, I'm, I'm do fuck with seafood, but yeah, I don't know. They've always What's just What's your favorite seafood? Uh, I think we've said this before. I love um, like, uh, so you can get marin, like freshwater crayfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. that shit is fucking delicious. And. Uh, so like that's more of like that's like my exotic limit of yep. like thing, and then 
just basic bitch fish from the fish and chip shop, man. Like, yeah, what, that is what my, kind of fish though? Just like butterfish, like whatever the fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever the fuck they use in those. Yeah, well, whiting for me, man. Yeah, see, I'm not a big whiting fan. Real. Even like the, because the whiting you get off KI, like that's what everyone goes on oh, about. Oh, I got a whiting like, burger on KI near Vivon Bay and it was fucking dope. Yeah, the whiting they get over there is like elite level whiting and I fucking hate it, dude. Real. Oh, flathead is another fish I really enjoy. Flathead yeah, is a nice good. fish. And I, like, I love salmon as well, man. Smoke yeah, salmon. see, I'm not a massive salmon. Salmon fan either, no. and salt and pepper squid is probably the other thing. I, oh, I fuck you with can't go wrong with salt and pepper squid. Bit yeah, of sweet man. chili sauce. Well, uh, rookie always brings squid over when he goes fishing here and gets he Erica does. to whip it up. It was funny. Like I got a story about that. So like uh, it would have been by like September la- or maybe October long weekend actually last year. Um, we went to we went and stayed on the beach uh, on the other side of um, kind of near like Wallaroo, um, and which is about an hour away from. Adelaide, if for anyone that doesn't know. Um, maybe more, two hours. But yeah, we went there and he, he was like, oh, yeah, I caught all this squid. I'm going to cook it up for dinner tonight. Um, and it's lucky he's not here right now because he would be losing his shit. He caught all this squid and then he like cooked it up in this pan. But he had this like, you know, like Vegeta or Vegeta, that stuff you put on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he put a whole bunch of that in and then he's like, but the thing is, is like to really get a good flavor – you, you uh, like you got to put heaps of salt in it, otherwise you like it just tastes too fishy, like yep. too, too seafoody. Yeah. Uh, and like w- by the time he had finished cooking it, we we had been drinking like pretty heavily for about four hours, so we were definitely on our way. And I just all I remember is like picking up this bit of squid, putting it in my mouth, and feeling all the fucking saliva and water like evaporate. It was just that salty. Oh it, no! It, it, was, it was like no shitting you. It was like eating salt that had been like hard formed. It was oh. that salty. Like it, it was just oh, dude. So inedible. Inedible. So edible. salt and pepper squid, but like you know, m- maybe just m- like go ninety nine percent less hard on the salt. Oh <laughs> fuck, dude. That would have been so depressing because you would have been hungry as well. Like yeah, at that man. Point in time, like and you're drunk as. Yep. Yep. I still had a few pieces because like I was that hungry. But fuck, I tell you what. I got a quick funny camping story for you before we, uh, well, then we'll have a break and we'll come back and we'll get into some fucking. Yeah, because we did say we were going to get hectic. And, and we are. We are. The second half of this, we're going to go fucking hard. We're going to get, we're going to get conspiratorial. You know what? It's not even conspiratorial. It's truthatorial because yeah, this shit, hitting, yeah, this, this shit this is, just... we're getting drip fed a lot of stuff at the moment mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for this flood to burst. So yeah, quick, quick camping story. When I was about, I would have been just 18 because. <laughs> And you'll know why in a part of this story. Uh, we've gone camping to, which a place I want to take everyone to, is like a campsite just outside of Morgan, about 10 minutes out of Morgan. Yeah, It's like an honor system. They've got a massive like entire fucking riverfront. You pay like 10 bucks per night and just go find a site that's killer. Cool. Have fires, whatever the fuck you want to do. It's just amazing. And um, so me and two of my great mates uh, have gone down there when we were freshly 18. Um the, when we've got there, my mate's got his VZSS um, for our overseas listening, which is one of our big like V8 cars here. Um, he it, it, He's noticed he's doing a little bit of sliding on the fucking mud, so he starts going hard into it yeah. as we like get into the campground. So we kind of like he knows we're kind of already there. Yep. Manages to get himself bogged though on the road. Oh, of course. So for the first two hours, we get through a bottle of vodka and a carton of these like those rush imitation cruisers. Oh, yeah. Um, while unbogging his car. That's the only first task we've done is like finding like 
leaves, a piece of corrugated iron, like all of these things to like wedge it right, like dig the mud out, wedge it under the tire so that the back tire that's really bogged can get some sort of grip and then get off and in, onto a flatter piece of dirt. And so by the time we had to start setting up tents, man, we're already half cut. So then by the time we finished setting up the tents, we've now and started getting firewood, we've now had a second bottle of vodka and two bottles of passion pop. And that was all we got. And we had a third bottle of vodka left. Um, And so as we finished the third bottle of vodka, we've got a fire starter. We've started cooking some meat, but we're fucking blind, like trying to like cook these sausages. Yeah. So when we got down there at like midday, by the time we finished eating some food, we're like, oh, actually, I thought of this the other day, and this is a fuck, and I, I had forgotten about this for years. So, like, we've, um, actually, no, I think this was on the second night. So, anyway, we decided to go to bed. Um, we've decided to go to bed on the first night because we're just fucking knackered from this huge day. We must have, at about 7 30 that night, I reckon the sun wasn't even down yet. And we've woken up at about one o'clock in the morning and we're like feeling good. We're, we've sobered up a bit and we're like, yeah. fuck yeah, let's get up and start drinking again. So we get up, we put some music on in the car, we sit back down at our chairs, we pour ourselves a vodka raspberry. Yeah. And then my mate Chris, like after like finishing half his cup goes, nah, well, gets, stands up, turns around and power chucks like red, like just all <laughs> over this bush. No. And like, I looked at my cup and I was like, yep, back to bed. I reckon that was a sign. <laughs> like we're not fucking doing this. So you got up, you had half, a, half cup. a drink and we were like, yep, no. So we went back to bed, woke up in the morning and we're like, all right. Here's the plan of attack for today, boys. We're going to go on the biggest firewood hunt ever. We're going to get – and my mate always goes on about this story about how when he went camping as a fight in high school, he carried the biggest log that any human has ever seen. And he is a monster of a man. Yeah, yeah. Like, everything's obviously over-exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. So he keeps telling us he's going to get the fucking biggest log you've ever seen. And, like, we spend the morning just laughing while he's, like, carrying these fucking stupid logs <laughs> back to the fucking campsite and shit. So we spent, like, two hours and we had, like – a pile of wood almost as fucking big as me, dude. It was massive. Oh, and um, so then we've got that ready and we've gone, cool, we need more grog because we went through nearly everything the day before. Uh, let's go have a shit and everything at the proper because there's no toilets there in, yeah. in Morgan. Get yeah. some more food ready to cook. Get some more grog. Come back and settle in for the day. Um, as we uh, go and do that, we pull back into the campsite and as we pull into the campsite, it starts raining. So we quickly get the fire going yeah, and then it's pissing down for oh, like two no. hours and we literally go through our entire fucking stack of wood keeping the fire going for that two-hour period where it's pissing down yeah, and just to keep ourselves like warm because we got to stay out to keep the fire going because we don't want to stop the fire going because we want at least coals and shit so that we can then hopefully keep it going over the course of the night. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if it stops, we're in trouble. It's going to be very hard to start again. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so we've like this fire is fucking like 12 feet tall and we're literally standing in front of it and all this steam's coming off of us because we're like, it's it's like, and then after like 30 seconds, we'll be like, change and then spin around and then like it will dry out our like back half and then we keep (laughs) swapping over again. So then like we're, we're, um, we, we finish doing that and we start drinking and everything, cooking food again. We end up getting pretty drunk again. And, um, my mate, uh, is like sitting there drunk as, and he's he hates spicy food. Anything spicy, fucking hates it. Yeah. And he opens his bag of sweet chili chips, and he after he eats one, me and my other mate are waiting for his reaction, and then it didn't come. So we're like, oh fuck, all right. So then we completely forgot about it, and then this motherfucker has just gone chip, chip, chip for the next like fucking 
10 minutes just devouring this bag. Yeah. And then after like fucking the whole bag's almost gone, you just hear him like, like, like he's, something's ticking over in his brain. Yeah. Even though the, the bag's almost gone and then he decides to turn the bag around like, and he's like, sweet chili. <laughs> <laughs> He was so angry at it, but it was like, how did it take you three quarters of a fucking bag of chips? <laughs> Just determine the flavor. He was like, sweet chili. Couldn't determine the flavor on the first fucking chip. On the first fucking 900 chips. Fucking um, hell, So uh, after that's happened, we, uh, like the guy who drove us down there, he was relatively sober because he was so fucked from that first night after vomiting and whatever. Yeah. And it was about... 6.30 on the second night, we've ended up in bed again. And then we're laying there and for literally an hour and a half, we contemplated packing everything up and making it to Flashies. That's how much Real. we fiended Flashies back then. Fuck. That we were like laying there like if we, we, if we got up right now and fucking just power packed up, we could get back in time to get changed. And we were like literally working all out the fucking math in our heads. And it was only because Chris was kind of like, I still have had a few drinks and I probably shouldn't, even though I'm probably fine, I probably shouldn't fuck with it. Plus trying to pack up at night time is yeah. going to be a bit hectic. And he was kind of the voice of reason. If, yeah. it, if he was on board, we were we were ending up at Flashies that night. No which shit. would have been the dumbest idea because oh, we were just yeah. fucking cactus yeah, yeah, yeah. from like the would've last two mistakes. days. Would've but just mistakes. the fact that, at, the fact that like, imagine that contemplation at any age after 18. Like it just would not have even registered on the radar of a normal human being. Yeah. But in our retarded fucking eighteen year old like <laughs> thoughts, yeah. um, we are like, we could we could pack up a campsite two hours out of Adelaide, get it packed up, get home, ready for town, and get to town in a reasonable enough time to make it worth going. Fuck. Um, and anyone who doesn't know, Flash Dance is like a, a retro um night that they have at a, they had at a nightclub here in Adelaide on a Wednesday night. And when I was eighteen, I did um I did twenty three of them in a row. That's wild. I was, so, I was never that heavy into flashes. Yeah, I fucking loved it, dude. Love me a bit of Shania Twain on a Wednesday <sighs> night. Should we have a break? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a break. When awesome. we get back, we're gonna be We're gonna be dipping in. We're gonna be dipping our left nuts into the the lake of truth. So if you're listening, grab yourself a coffee. Um, go and splash your face with some water. Uh, think about George Bush's involvement with 9/11. We're not gonna be talking about that tonight, but yeah. it's a pretty good precursor. Or if, for or if you're in your car right now. Just violently turn left. Pull over. And then just scare the yeah. person driving next yeah, to you real just, quick. Just run your vehicle into oncoming traffic and get everyone in that. In that Because they're going to want your insurance information. So if you can get them around the car and like your radio still working. Still playing the podcast. Then, we're def that, that's guerrilla marketing. Then get yeah. them around there and be like, look, don't worry. I'm, I'm covered. I'm going to get all your cars fixed. Look, that one's kind of shit there, miss. I'm going to get you probably a new car. Just tell them the it's clearly a write-off. But while we're waiting for the ambulances, everyone, to come, if you're capable of moving, get over here and listen to the second half of this podcast because it's going to be a good one. We're big. Um, last last time we got hectic, we were talking about Big Pharma. 
um, which was a very good episode. One of my favourites, actually. I think it was something that I was excited to, to get into. Obviously, we talked about CBD a bit at the beginning of this episode. We talked about it in that episode. I think just the, the, um, the need... It's, I think it's not a conspiracy to think that there is things being suppressed that could benefit humanity. Oh, and most definitely. We're not going to go down that path, though, because I'll fucking chew your ear off. Of- no, no, but the reason I'm mentioning that, though, right, is that um, I what I want to talk about at the moment, right, and you'll see where I segue back to that in a second, is that so the other day – so it's everything's kind of fucking weird at the moment. So what we want to talk about is obviously what everything that's happening with America and, and we want to kind of go back a little bit into what was happening when uh, Trump first announced that he was running for president – which we've kind of talked about before. We want to go in a bit more of that. What happened when he won and everything they've tried to do to basically get him out of office in this massive coordinated attack. And we want to talk about what has been happening in through the recent election. We kind of hope that more shit would have hit the fan by now, but we understand that that there is a, a very slow play happening in the background and there's enough evidence still to support that that's happening. And I guess what I want to say is is so it was interesting. Biden the other day at the Super Bowl was was like got he even though it was in Tampa, Florida, which is now a red state, used to be purple, used to be very blue. It's yeah, now man. red. Um, is it, is, yeah, okay, yeah, true. Florida did did yeah. go Trump, didn't yeah. they? Um, and they the, they put so Biden put this video up talking about fucking you know what he's going to do about COVID and what he's going to do about this and that, and it got fucking unanimously booed. And everyone was talking about it on Twitter and stuff. Um, but what I think is interesting to note, right, is that Trump lost $2 billion from his net worth of about 5 or $6 billion in maybe $7 billion in the time that he's been in office. Um, he donated his 400000 a year to charity every year because that's still nothing compared to fucking billions and he wanted to yeah. obviously do something with it. But the, the mainstream media and, and the left made it out like every Trump supporter was a racist, redneck, white supremacist um, the entire time. That was what everyone was, was coined as. But I can tell you as someone who was in this movement of Trump supporters for five years, from the time that he ran for president and everyone that was in the already was already in the community because of um, Pizzagate and was already and the and the pedo shit and Epstein stuff that was coming out and that was already in the movement because of 9/11 and already in the movement because of MK Ultra and Operation Northwoods and JFK and all of these things that that ended up being something that then became synonymous with with supporting Trump as well. Um, you know, being a part of that movement, I never saw any of what they made it out like these people were supporting in those movements. And I'm yeah. talking about millions of people. I used to run and, and moderate and admin Facebook pages for, for things like Pizzagate and whatever else. And I never saw these themes in this in these groups of people. The themes that I saw was that they that people wanted to dismantle the shadow government that we know pull like even anyone knows that there's some sort of powers behind the scenes that pull the strings of these. Most of definitely these you can't look at Joe Biden getting booed at the Super Bowl right, and think that 84 million or whatever it was, people voted for him. Yeah, you just that's exactly you, right. Like, as much as people hated Trump, you would look at when people would see him in public and people would, you know, that he would have his rallies or he would he would have, you know, all, the, all, all that kind of stuff and people would still give him respect. 
Yeah, and there you know, is no were, following like that for Biden. They had to all. basically say that the inauguration was unsafe, which we'll get to that stuff in a minute, and put flags there instead of people just because they knew that no one would rock up and that would already, you know, basically fucking show their charade. Yeah. But so, yeah, the things they wanted was to dismantle the shadow government that we know pulled the strings behind the scenes to expose the corruption, to end the Federal Reserve because everyone who's in this movement, that end the Fed has been something that has been around since many years before I was ever in the, in this movement. Yeah. Um, you know, this movement, and I say this movement because it's a movement towards a better life. We talk about it all the yeah. time and we're we going to continue to come times. back to it because it, it ties all of this in together and it takes this away from a conspiracy to like what we want as human beings, as what we feel we deserve as human beings, not just like, you know, the fucking 5G towers are frying our brain, which they probably fucking are but yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's not just about like you know that there's this massive conspiracy against us it's about there are clear evidences of things that are uh, that the deck is being stacked to benefit a few while you know unanimously shitting on the rest and um, and, and you and people people often get caught up i just want to mention this as well um looking here at the trailer they're saying you, you've, you've written here about um, that Trump has lost, in the last four years of his presidency, has lost $2 billion of his net worth. Now, a lot of people just automatically think that if you're rich you're up and you're ultra-wealthy, elite, you're a part of, you're a part of the, 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 the deep state. You're a yep. part of the Illuminati. Whatever you want to call them, the invisible, the invisible enemy, right? Yep. That's not the case, obviously, with Trump. Very wealthy, very successful, very smart, and he was still demonized and he was still so it's not quite as black and white as what people would would want would want to think that it is well that's what the thing is that we've said this all the time people who are a part of that cabal are the ones that pull the strings of the media and the ones that don't get smeared so when yeah. you're getting this so i've said this before as soon as he got smeared by the media i was already intrigued by his president's presidency bid because I've always looked at what they demonize versus what doesn't get demonized that clearly is happening and there's normally f truth behind what's being left out, right? So soon as he was like – and everyone thought he was a, a bit of a silly character and a buffoon before, but no one thought that he was this monster until he started running for president. And so I've even put a thing here um, – uh, well, actually, I'll get into that in a second. So the last couple of things is that the, that people wanted was like jobs and and safety for the American people, which is where the border wall and stuff came from. Which wasn't yeah. about racism; it was about human trafficking that happens over that fucking border. Which yeah, is exactly like right. One the of the biggest the problems that was occurring was that there was no real regulation or, or, or proper safety of that border, and um, the immigration. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that there is a that immigration is fine as long as it's done in the right way as long as people are getting background checked and there are the right checks and they're coming through in the right process yeah then there's no reason exactly you know, right I, yeah. I completely agree that if you've fucking killed someone why the fuck should you get to go to another country exactly right you know, yeah. and so the um that was what those fights were for and even just things as simple as you know, access to basic human rights like healthcare and water. And obviously we know the healthcare system in America is fucking shambles. That Obamacare thing was the most fucking bullshit thing ever. 
And, you know, what I've already seen people tweeting about how the price of medication has skyrocketed just since Biden's taken office. Yeah. Like general meds that Trump fought so hard to, to lower and no one fucking talks about, but he did, have already started skyrocketing since Biden took over. And the other basic human right of water, like things like that that people have wanted, which people would think, well, I'm pretty sure that's available. Look at Flint, Michigan in the last fucking five years and the yeah. shit that they've gone through that, yeah. again, didn't get fucking media coverage to the level that it did. You had to be getting it from your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theorists that that people were putting up videos of their water being a fucking black or green sludge coming out of their tap and you know yet you've got these fucking billionaires that uh aren't doing anything for fucking society except people like george soros who are fucking funding these antifa riots where these cities are being fucking burned to the ground and yet the thing that they're focusing on is the is the Trump rally that they then still paid actors to go in and fucking then. So Yeah. So um the that that's that was all I saw in this in movement over these last few years and why I still have faith in this in this movement is because nothing has changed. Yes, people have been a bit demoralized because they felt that that um, you know, something was going to happen that was going to prevent Biden winning, but like it's almost like now letting him take over and seeing what happens to the country everything has to be about red pilling more people the idea is to stop this civil unrest they don't want a civil war yeah they don't want a fucking military coup where they have to forcibly because they could have done this already well look at what's happened in myanmar yeah they've just had a military coup yeah where the the president has had to be or the newly elected president has had to be forcibly removed and it's very interesting timing with that happening and Biden's support coming out for the person who was overthrown and like almost just like a, a, you know, optics thing where they're like, this is the reality of what happens next. If, if you guys don't comply, but yeah. So obviously looking at the election fraud stuff, which is, is what, uh, you know, everyone, they, they, they set this scene where they said, Oh, Trump's going to contest it no matter what. They pushed the mail-in voting. Yep. They got donated millions by Facebook and and set up this mail-in voting and made it very fucking easy to manipulate. There's videos that came out as recently as today, and I, I meant to find it before we started tonight of someone dropping off these ballot boxes. At- well, there was – I think we've talked about it in the previous podcast. There was the girl that was caught on, on, um, on video pulling a ballot box out and – at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. when they've told everyone else to go home, scanning through ballots. And now, and I heard something very recently about um, there being uh, like an algorithm within the Dominion voting software where a perfect, I think it was like 5.55% was allocated to Trump. And they were saying that like the, the coincidence of um, – a human being being able to allocate 5.55 is less like, you know, exactly 5.55 to Trump is exactly like it is less than the amount of fucking stars in the universe. Like the, it, it would have to be like a fucking Hail Mary for that to happen. Yeah, You know, so it's like what they've done is they've rigged these voting machines to the point now where it's such an obvious fraud, but they're coming out. Even did you see about the time magazine? Time Magazine came out. Is that what you just got up? Of course. Time Magazine coming out and admitting what the fuck they did. Was, it, was, that, was, was, that, was that talking about big, big tech, wasn't it? 
So the, it was a bit, it was about everything. The article is called, and I'll I'll, I'll share this one on the page because it's a fucking mainstream article, so we can't get fucking nuked for it, right? Yeah. It's called the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the twenty twenty election, and this article basically tells you everything that we've talked about. This effort to, but the what they do is they spin it as if everything that they did was to protect the integrity of the election whilst also admitting that they fucked with things, changed voting laws, did all of these things right at the last minute, but did it in the name of stopping this evil Trump. Yet if you look at it through the lens of fucking uh, an election being stolen, that is basically what they're admitting. They're, yeah. they're basically showing that there was this massive like shadow effort behind the scenes um, to you know, make sure that the election was protected. When if you re- if you replace protected with stolen and read the article uh, through that lens, that's exactly what they're admitting. Yeah, and it's and it's weird that they're admitting it, and that's kind of a strange thing that people were saying as well. Like it's like, what is the benefit? It's almost like they're having to get out in front of the story so that they can use that as their narrative when shit hits the fan more and say, yeah, but we had to do this to stop this fucking this evil man, but it's it's very strange. So I'll share this article. As I said, it's called The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. And if you replace saved with stole, it's it's just literally what we've been, all of the things that they mentioned. So yep. um, things like the, you know, the mail-in voting being necessary so that everyone could have their fair chance to vote, load of shit, so we could fucking manipulate the voting. Yeah. Uh, big tech stopping disinformation when what they were really doing is stopping the flow of information and protecting the side that they were looking to protect all of these kinds of things. And, and they, and they put it in this article as if to say that, you know, all of these things banded together to protect the election. When if you, all you have to do is think of it from the other point of view and they've basically admitted to stealing. And this is a mainstream fucking article. So it's, it's, it's pure insanity to think that we're, we're in this, this time right now. I mean, there's a lot of theories floating around that, that, Biden's not even in the White House. Yeah, um, that he's on a Castle Rock that set. That he's on a Castle Rock set. There's mm. theory. I mean, it's been weird. The lights have been going off at the White House. Like, yeah. And it went off for like 10 days in a row. A lot of people thinking that he's not actually there. Um, And again, we can't really verify that wholeheartedly. It's just that there's this – the negative reaction to his first days in presidency and the – every video that he puts out or every interview or whatever it may be is just downvoted to hell. It, it makes no sense that this man could have amassed more votes than any president in history. Yeah. And, you know, I look, at, I look at the Obama thing and we know what he ended up doing as a president. But looking at him as a presidential candidate without any conspiratorial, like if I completely take my fucking tinfoil hat off for a second and look at him as someone who is, is a candidate that people can believe in, he was perfect. Exactly right. He, Look, even even I like we're obviously not American, but like even I was behind Obama, man. I was like, you know what? He's the he's going to be the first black president. He's going to get in there. He's going to make some good change. And you know, you know what the problem was is I don't know with Obama whether whether he was a CIA asset from the start or what. But like I've heard things that he actually did go in there with pure intention, and he got you know, put his hand on the Bible, came off and walked out after the inauguration and uh, Bush Sr. dragged him into a room and said, listen here, you fucking N-word, you better fucking do what we say, otherwise we're going to kill your whole fucking family, rah, rah, rah. 
and they they essentially pulled him like a puppet on the strings until it got to a point where he would have just gave in and joined. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So well, that's quite possible. I mean, as I said, he he was someone that if there was someone who was going to, I mean, I guess you know you've got to look at him being black and that there is a lot of that. You know, I guess the people that were against that when he was running. But in terms of a perfectly polished presidential candidate. He could speak Obama well. He presented was the, well. Was everything that you that people look for for inspiring hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Joe Biden. Not and at to, all. And to think that Joe Biden has then like broken the record of votes that he got by such a large margin <laughs> says to me that there is fuckery at hand. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's going to come out. I think it's all going to roll out. There's the whole thing about the uh, if, if it's Trump signing an executive order, uh, essentially, I think it was like 2018 that he did this, essentially defuncting the corporation of the United States. Now, anybody that doesn't know, I think it was – was it like 1913? Uh, yeah, 1913. They start. They moved from. They well, they moved to the uh, Federal Reserve currency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was around. That time, um. Yeah. So essentially, what was happening is they. It was formed as the. It was formed the United States Corporation, and that's what it's been ever since. Uh, and that's like the debt clock ticking over and, t- uh, you know, and, and accruing, you know, from the money that they borrowed from the central banks is es- essentially what happened in 2018 was Trump, Trump signed the, the end of the corporation of the United States. And what's happening now is seems like there has been a split. Uh, there's a lot of theories around Trump is still technically the president, but he's the, re- he's the president of the Republic of the United States. And Joe Biden is the president of the already defunct, but still, uh, I guess, still alive because people still don't know corporation of the United States. Yeah, right. That's a that's a good theory. Uh, and they're saying that in the original Constitution, the inauguration date was March, early March, like March fourth or something like that. Yeah. So what 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 I think is going to happen, and what a lot of people think is going to happen, is around April, Mar- Mar- March, April, we're going to actually start to see arrests. Yeah, we're going to start to see things happen. We're going to start to see things move. Things that we thought that were going to happen in the election, and then we're like, "Oh, nothing happened." Yeah. Then things we thought were going to happen on inauguration. I was even more hyped on inauguration. I was like, "Shit, yeah, military going to come in and fucking bust onto the screen and arrest him and well, fucking." To coincide with your March thing, the bookies haven't paid out on Biden's win. No, yet, they haven't. Which is a very big tell. They have here in Australia because I know that I've already because I took a hundred dollar bet out on Trump to win, oh, and they've already one. paid out on Biden. Wow. So. If this if this happens, then sports bet and she are are fucked. Yeah, because yeah, they, because they the paid American out something bookies, that was a, that wasn't actually finished. Um, haven't paid out yet, and I mean it's been interesting to see like there's uh like people have made these like Twitter pages and that called like uh, lefties regretting their vote and like posting all the things like you know the he promised that he was going to pay their there's uh, stimulus checks the minute, the second he yeah. got into Still thing. haven't seen a still dime. No, still no money being paid out. Like there's so many things already that are concerning even the people that were voting on the left. And, um, you know, we still don't have answers for the rights that were clearly being paid for beforehand to kind of create this like illusion that that, that Trump's America was in chaos. Well, and- now even Antifa don't like him, man. Yeah. 
Well, I heard Black Lives Matter, like the obviously it was just the Twitter page, but it's their like their Twitter page that's their check blue check mark Twitter page was like, I feel like we got used by the by the Democratic Party yeah. to to help them win votes. And you know, so there's a lot of these people and I think that's the important part that I'm seeing now that is kind of giving me a bit of faith again. I'm like, okay, this all lines up again with the idea that we need this to be as peaceful as possible. Like we need people to be disenfranchised and and because like a lot of the people have been saying, like we have had the opportunity of kind of being drip fed this 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 wokeness I would yeah, call it, over truth. a long period of time. So we're ready for the hecticness, whereas the people on that haven't been a part of this are not at all for the for the and and I guess that you know this is what I want to talk about as the as the last couple of things is that because there's still some pretty massive things that we don't have answers for yeah. that have happened over these last few years. So it starts with the um the the Pfizer warrants which they say that, that that we still believe that when the Pfizer warrants get released and they show that they were basically got a false Pfizer warrant uh to because of like they were were saying about interference with the election yeah that they were able to wiretap Trump before the election happened which is highly fucking you know unconstitutional to to get a to get a falsely basically give evidence of there being some fuckery happening in order to be able to get Well, a because wire you're spying tap. on a citizen. Yeah. And, and they found story. nothing because if they found something, then Trump wouldn't have ran for, wouldn't have won. Exactly yeah, He wouldn't right. have made it to election day. He wouldn't have served for four years because they would have found a smoking gun and they never fucking did. Yeah. Then that then turns into what we haven't been able to talk about heats before and we probably still won't even be able to go really in depth into a night was obviously Russiagate, which was then what they then tried to say was he only won the election because there was interference by the Russians. It was years and years of Russia, 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 Trump's a Russian asset, and then all of a sudden it just poof. Fucking puff of smoke. He gets wiretapped. They find nothing. They say that Russians were involved with the election. They, They investigate that. They find nothing. They then try to impeach him based on that phone call to the Ukraine that he doesn't get impeached. They find nothing. And this inauguration day thing where they've basically said, oh, Trump was inciting these riots and whatever else, where they've now started this new impeachment trial, the only benefit of that is that if he somehow got impeached, which he's not going to because it's going to be another bullshit thing, um, is that it would be he couldn't run again or whatever else. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? Even if somehow he does get impeached, which is highly unlikely, because they're already operating under a fraudulent system and they know that. That's why the Pentagon is denying Joe Biden any information. Yeah. The Pentagon are, are, aren't, aren't giving Joe Biden and the Secret Service any information. So that there says, says to me in capital letters that shit ain't right. You know what I mean? So, and, and then just a little bit off topic, but like talking about the whole, the whole election fraud thing, is like essentially like uh, Project Veritas came out with the video of the Facebook um, uh, election kind of like rigging, not rigging, what would you call it? What would you call it? It's called the Integrity Project. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, election. Where, there, where essentially he, he was banned from Facebook and he was banned from Twitter and Big Tech censored the shit out of anybody that was, that was essentially somewhat pro-Trump all to push because like a lot of a lot of people that are still asleep are still following the narrative of the mainstream media and they're saying you know Trump's bad Trump's inciting fucking this and people are rioting because of this and Trump's d- 
dealt with COVID horribly and all this shit. So when you see all these things as a normal human being, you're like, oh, Trump's bad. But when you see all the things that they're doing that they're not telling about, like the things that are getting leaked. Well, the COVID thing's a really good example because if you look at the fact that it was all these Democrat, democratically elected mayors that were pushing COVID positive people into nursing homes and then killing all of the fuck, like you, you have to actually look at the bigger picture. The news is telling you Trump's handled it horribly, but you have to look at the fact that he was trying to allow these people to expose themselves because in all of these Republican states, there was no massive outbreaks like there was in these other, you know, more than normal. And they were handling it in a way that actually fucking made sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, it's just the media putting this spin on it. So if you look at all these things, and, and as I said, so there was, there, they, they wiretapped him and found nothing. They, um, uh, you know, went on about Russian interference, which turned out to be a load of shit because the Democrat hack, which with the DNC hack, which is where all of Hillary's emails and the whole Pizzagate thing and all of that broke from was Seth Rich, who ended yeah. up getting killed for it, who leaked it to, to Julian Assange and WikiLeaks and, and that's how that whole thing started. That ended up being a load of shit. The impeachment and Ukraine call was a load of shit. And, and we know that that was also optics because um, Ukraine is now a big part of this whole Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, uh, Burisma holdings and, and stuff that we'll talk about in a second. Um, the only thing that he is actually guilty of in all of that is the fact that that one time he said, grab him by the pussy. That's, yeah. that's it. That's, that's the that's most it. insane yeah. thing. And We've never once said that he's not a fucking dickhead. That's not like I'm never going to see. Yeah, you him don't. Say, you don't. You don't grab. You don't grab him by the pussy. You, no. you don't. You just don't do that. But but the fact is, is like, oh, what about the whole tax thing? Are they all like Trump's not paying his taxes? Trump's not paying his taxes. It was a seven hundred and fifty dollar tax that he had to pay. Seven hundred and fifty bucks, bro. They've we just, get taxed more than that. They've just tried to cling on to anything and none anything of it has, they could blow out of it thing. has had weight. That that he, that uh, what's her name? The fucking um, Stormy Daniels. That ended up fucking. He won that, and she had to pay his fucking legal fees because that was just another fucking smear campaign. Look at Jussie Smollett. You know, he's talking about the fake, the faking that those Trump supporters fucking attacked him. Like they have literally tried everything to fucking smear this man who's lost $2 billion out of his wealth, who's donated his fucking money, who's only ever talked about bringing jobs back to America, bringing healthcare, of, making healthcare available, making industry come back to America. Um, all of these kinds of things that should resonate with everyone but the re only reason it doesn't is because they've watched the fucking rectangle box in the corner of the room he, he, which he, has told them that he's fucking evil exactly right he, here's another fucking he, here's another here's another thing so you guys can contextualize how the media play this and how it's all about framing and contextualize and the way they do it so i don't know if you remember but maybe going back a year now maybe a year and a half uh there was this big thing that the mainstream media were trying to demonize trump for keeping kids in cages, right? Do you remember that? So the, at the border there, they've got this, that, that Obama actually set this up. It was a detention center for kids that had lost their parents, right? And what was happening was the mainstream media were saying, Trump has opened this. So they were flat out. First of all, they were flat out lying, as they always do. Trump has opened this detention center where they're keeping kids in cages, you know, and they're not able to see their parents. And they showed these pictures of these kids crying. Now, I heard on the news literally yesterday or the day before about Joe Biden's redistribution center where people separate, where you know, uh, kids that have come over the border that are separated from their parents 
will be redistributed and they will ha- happily find their parents again. Oh, my God. See, th- this is how they fucking frame it. This yeah. is something that's been around since the, the Obama bought in yeah. in fucking, you know, that's who could have been 2008. I don't know, let's say, right? And for him... For Joe Biden, it's a redistribution center where they where the kids are reunited with their parents. For Trump, it's a place where kids are kept in cages. Do you see how they? And if you look at all the executive orders that Trump wrote about child trafficking, which I bet you'll find Joe Biden not writing one if he stays in power somehow. Um, but the 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 whole wall thing and all of that was about trying to stop this this incredible level of child trafficking. Yeah. But again, people don't understand the level of because they don't fucking talk about it yeah. because it's the people that are fucking involved in that that are pulling the fucking strings. And that's what I mean. We still don't have answers for this fucking Epstein fuckery. We don't have answers yet for what's happening with fucking Ghislaine. Yep. We don't have answers for fucking the Clintons, which just came out in the recent lot of documents that were released about Ghislaine. They named the Clinton Foundation as a source of money behind this whole Epstein yep. and, and Ghislaine operation. It's crickets. Which is all about fucking child trafficking. And that's what I mean. Why is a president that's in sitting power writing these executive orders about trying to assist the families that have suffered child trafficking, assist the victims, as it, uh, you know, do, bring in all of these laws and, and have these measures in place to try and prevent that unless that's what he's actually, like unless he's actually trying to battle these things. And, um, you know, that the when those kids in cages thing was happening, it came out that he was basically doing DNA, like DNA tests on all three of the, you know, the, the people that were pretending to be the parents finding out that they weren't the parents and then arresting them for fucking child trafficking and then obviously you're unfortunately left with the kid. Left with the kid, yeah. But you were better off keeping that the kid, than the in kid a being cage fucking or, tortured or in these detention centers that Obama built yeah. then possibly ending up as organs or yeah, whatever the fuck. Exactly it might right. Have been, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that's it. It's all just about that that media spin and and it that's is. The thing. it's it's people people got to understand that the deep state, the invisible enemy, the cabal, the whatever the fuck you want to call them, we just call them the deep state because it's easy, right? The way that they operate is they do things sleight of hand. They do things in the background and then they get their front, which is the mainstream media, and their and their other control arm, which is the big tech. They get them to essentially like put this shield of disinformation and misinformation. It's almost like whatever the mainstream media says – Flip it 180 degrees and that's the truth. Yeah. It's like they project what they do. It's yeah. like the whole law. Like if, if you go into um, and you study the Heligan dialect and you study the predictive programming and stuff like that that the, the deep state do is it's kind of like what they do is they always tell you first yeah, and then they do it. Uh, because it's got if we can go deeper, it's got to do with the law of one and the laws of universe and the law of free will and shit like that. But we're not going to go that deep. Um, essentially, like if you see something in the mainstream media, they 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 dilute it and they pollute it and they muddy the water so much that you don't know what's true and what's not anymore. Well, a perfect example of this whole thing is the is with Biden's laptop, right? So you've got we talked about this on one of our recent episodes, but it kind of ties this to cap this all off. Is that you have the the announcement that they've that there's they've people have come across or, or seized this this Biden's laptop or that it's in the hands of Rudy Giuliani, the New York Post, who again America's oldest newspaper, reports on it, gets censored by big tech for reporting on it and gets their accounts banned off of all of these things. So you're talking about a blue check mark, oldest newspaper in America, legitimate or what would 
be considered legitimate by the people. You know, it is a mainstream news source. Yeah. Gets shut down by big tech for reporting on it. And what they have reported on turns out to be 100% true. Yeah. Now that in itself, like watching that implode upon themselves is a perfect example of exactly what we're talking about is that they have, um, they've literally censored an arm of their own, you know, machine yeah that normally is the one peddling the the misinformation but you know this is something that needed to be reported on and it's still like i mean biden came out after biden after um, hunter biden has come out even since joe was elected saying i'm under fbi investigation the fact that we have the son of a sitting president if he is really sitting, being under fbi investigation and that's not alarm bells more than what we have ever had from trump I don't know. Like, forget everything else you've heard, right? This, t- If you're listening to this and you're, you've stuck with us this long but you just still think we're fucking lunatics, think about everything that you believe about Trump and how much of a monster he is. And then think about the fact that you have a the current president, supposed parent, president, Biden, whose son is under investigation by the FBI because there are ties to the Ukraine and Russia yeah. through his dealings with Burisma Holdings and that there's also ties with the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Right? He Where took there Air seems Force to Two be- back in the day. He, Biden, uh, Joe and Hunter took Air Force Two to China to do deals, bro. They literally and- did a deal with the enemy on public monies, using public money. Yeah. How, how much more bullshit do you need to be exposed to 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 to, to, to understand anything like that about trump in his entire time oh if don jr went on a fucking plane to china you would never hear the end End of of it 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 would have been wall to wall for months and yet this has been buried that's all you need to know as far as i'm concerned forget all the fucking hectic bullshit or fringe things that we can't really prove look at the fact that this is shit that is being that has been brought to light, that has been shut down by big tech, that has turned out to be true and confirmed because he's now under FBI investigation and yet he's getting nothing. It's fucking crickets from the mainstream media because the only mainstream news source that tried to report on it got completely shut down by big tech. But think about the larger implications here, right? If you have, say, this laptop or the contents of this laptop or at least some sort of business dealing, some pay-to-pay scheme that is to do with the Chinese Communist Party, that means that there is a very, very, very real possibility of blackmail possible yeah. for the Biden crime family, I'm going to call them, yeah. um, at the hands of a massive, unbelievable superpower in the world. Yeah, That should scare you more than any of the shit that they've ever said before. Because them's trying to say that, that, that you know, the whole Russia collusion thing was like, oh, you know, this army of bots was on there spreading disinformation to help. Yeah, whatever. We're talking about possible there could be – there's rumors that there could be uh, – we've already seen some of the fucked up photos that did get released. Yeah. And people came out and said this is the tip of the iceberg of Biden smoking crack with hookers and doing all of these I've fucked up I've seen the things. photos, dude. And literally, there's, literally. I've seen a couple that, again, I, they seem to be just like the others and there seems to be minors involved in things. But, again, I can't say for certain. But that seems to be the belief that there yeah. is stuff that is far more heinous than what has been being able to be released because you can't release too hectic stuff because then you're being complicit in the yeah, distribution. that's it. But people who – all of these high-profile people like Rudy Giuliani and whatever have come out and said we witnessed – 
heinous shit on here. Yeah. If that kind of stuff is in possession, plus the pay-to-pay schemes and whatever that have happened when he was the vice president. Yeah. Um, that is something that can completely change the face of, of America as we know it. Look, honestly, based man. Based on him being at the helm. Look, Trump, the Patriots, the White Hats, the, the International Alliance, whatever you want to call these people that are fighting for the good of the humanity, right? They've got it all. Yeah. They've got it all. They've got Clinton. They've got the uh, friggin... Epstein the flight ep- logs. They've got their flight it? logs. They've got uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. They've got the other laptop. The the what was it? Uh, Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner laptop. They've got that. They've got the NSA that have that have been under their arm for the last who knows how long now. They know all about the comms on PlayStations and Xboxes. They know and all this shit, bro. Yeah. Right. And just another thing that just really tickles my fancy and makes me think that's this is really interesting because. This whole republic thing and this whole what's going on, you know, Trump opened up a, a former office of the president so that, like, with the funds that he will receive for the rest of his life, he's opened up this new office. Uh, I think it was in the Mar-a-Lago. Uh, he's opened up this office to continue operations. Now, the mainstream media were trying to smear it as, oh, he's running a shadow presidency now, rah, rah, once again, doing exact, saying exactly what they've been doing. All right, but a really interesting bit of proof or bit of bit of craziness that for me that something's happening is in the last what couple of days even right. Jeff Bezos has stepped down as a CEO of Amazon. Mm, notable resignations. When we notable resignations. Years. I remember when we did the Pizzagate and QAnon episode and we listed off a few of these notable resignations. There has been thousands of CEOs stepping down. And there's and the still fact, all those on, there's still all those sealed indictments. All those sealed indictments, the mate. There is so for. many fucking sealed indictments. I think they've Hundreds only unsealed one of them. Yeah. I think there's been one unsealed. Yeah. And the fact that Jeff Bezos, the CEO of what I would probably consider one of the biggest, if not the biggest company in the world, yeah. has stepped down. You don't just step down from the biggest company in the world when, when you're, you're winning. When you're not like a when million you're winning. years old. Yeah. Yeah, you're like you're fucking fifty. In your fucking prime, dude. Yeah, like you're 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 there for at least another twenty years. So, so there there is some there's still plenty of evidence to support. And like we've said on one of the other episodes, and I guess to to kind of wrap this up is that the people that that want those things that I mentioned a little while ago, talking about you know, th- th- this isn't coming from just a position of like oh you know everyone's evil and fucked or whatever. There's an element of that, but it's like, it's just about trying to see through that and understand what is it that we want for everyone? Yeah. You know, what do we want for the world? It's not just about America. We focus on America because they're this massive superpower. And and believe it or not, a lot of people always go, why the fuck do you care? But it's like the, the influence that it has on Australia yeah. is monumental. They oh, use yeah. us as guinea pigs. They send us into fucking wars. Like we're the ones who suffer depending on what's happening in America. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't believe that, look at the fucking Bush and Obama administration and, and, the, and how many people have a friend who is in the army. I have someone who's in the Air Force who got fucking shot at with an RPG flying into Afghanistan, lucky to be alive. That's a real fucking thing that happens. Yep. So everyone has that part of their life, someone that they know that has been involved in that fucking, that era of war that only exists because of an attack that most people think is questionable in 9-11, right? Yeah. So we want answers for all of that. We ha- and, and I feel like we are in a position now where the shit that has gone on in these last fucking four or five years 
has got so many more people on that wavelength of wanting yeah. answers and wanting better. Like people have, have stopped just being complacent in like yeah. this is the way the world is. Well, I feel like even Joe gone. Biden getting elected has red pilled the fuck out of people, man. Yeah. Because like just just to give you an example, when when Joe Biden was like his inauguration ceremony was happening, I was on I was up on up late on YouTube just having a look at the people waiting waiting to watch the live stream, right? There was there was people wait. There was three thousand five hundred people waiting to watch the li- this particular live stream, right? Of of uh, Biden, and this is the first live stream. So when I searched Biden inauguration live stream, this is I just clicked the first one, right? So it's obviously it was obviously some CNN or something, right? Yeah. Three and a half three and a half k people waiting to watch. I went over to the Trump one. You know when he did that address in Texas, there was like seventeen eighteen thousand people waiting to watch. And, like, the Biden one was starting in, like, an hour and the Trump one wasn't starting for, like, another four. And the only excuse that anyone has given me for that, which when I brought that up with a few people who are the opposite side of the, you know, that don't believe in any of this shit, the only answer anyone's able to be able to give me is that Trump supporters are more, like, intense. That's it. That's the only answer that but I've if, been given. But if, but if whether they were intense or not, there, there, there was, in finger quotation marks, 84 million People that that voted for and where Joe the Biden. Fuck are they now? Where the fuck are they now? They're, I know. That I, I heard. I heard stories about the whole the, the whole Keystone Pipeline thing. So it's basically since Joe Biden's been inaugurated, he's signed. I mean, last I heard, thirty seven executive orders, which is bananas. Which is absolutely bananas, considering in the first year Trump signed like four. Yeah. Right. So there's there, there's what. So basically, obviously. As soon as they were in, they were fucking going about their business. Like it was almost like he got it, he got inaugurated, and his pen was to the paper. Yeah, because they had to start undoing everything that Trump had done for the last four years. Yeah, uh, and it's too late. Um, I'm not trying to sit here and sell hopium to you guys, and I know you aren't either, bro. No, it's right? look because it has it's, been it's such past a, that point. You know, for me and you, it's been such a grueling long time, and and it's but it, it's I just take a lot of hope out, or I take a lot of faith in. Watching this Gab community grow has been something that has, like when the tech censorship happened and that page went from, as I said, I, I signed up in, in March 2019. So what's that, nearly a year ago? At about 7,000 people. By yeah. I was at 17,000. By November 2020, it had 60. Yeah. And by, the, by a week after Trump was kicked off of Twitter... It had 150 and it's now at 200. You know, it's at 200 now. Yeah. yeah. It's just ticked over to 200. No shit. And it's dealing with its own problems now. There's been an influx of bots and, and things yeah, like that, which course. happens when any po- social media yeah. platform gets any sort of popularity. People obviously try and extort it and, and, and exploit it. But um, it, the, it, it, again, it's just showing me that there is this movement of people that are so tuned into just wanting better and more. And that uh, that doesn't go away, you know. They they we talk about it all the time. Once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. But that's what it's about. You don't suddenly go back to wanting less for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Or, right. for, or for your common man. Yeah, that's where I place faith in. Is that like it, it, I don't really care who the fuck the president is. I just want someone who's actually for the people, not for these fucking yeah. these o- o- oligarchs. Me too. And when Me you too. look it at Trump losing two mil- two billion dollars and and donating a salary, like this was never a greed thing for him. No. We said this before we got on air, and I guess we'll finish on this. 
what the fuck has he he wasn't hated before he ran no he wasn't and he was now, he was the he was the star of a reality television show yeah. as a kid where i was watching him going that dude's fight. that dude's dope like yeah. that dude's a fucking boss but he was in all he, these movies you look at all the like the 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 um the, uh, someone put a compilation together of how many times Trump was referenced in like in 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 you know rap music oh. and there was like hundreds of songs yeah like legit. he was this figure of just someone who had you know achieved the American dream type thing yeah um so if you look at it just just ask yourself what benefit has he had out of this yeah. and people will only say oh well he got to stroke his fucking massive ego. I don't think he fucking needed to. I think owning I massive think gold fucking towers he, is enough he, of an yeah, ego he could, fucking. he could have disappeared into the sunset on his fucking golden chariot and played golf for the rest of his fucking life. There's nothing to benefit There's, out of this yeah. other than what then, – then, so then you go, okay, well, then what is it? Well, maybe he's telling the truth about the fact that he didn't like the direction that America was heading in as someone who was able to achieve this American dream. And, yeah. And, you know, yes, he inherited wealth or whatever. And, yeah, fucking but still, so many people he's, do. Yeah, but, but he, he still went to – on that. He still and, went to university and – got a degree in economics yeah. he still had to build his fortune he would think yeah he got given yeah he got given something yeah he got an, he got a leg up but he doesn't you, you can get given you can get given 10 million dollars and blow it all Dude, in nothing. fucking uh, a year eg be fucking hunter biden legit and, and get given everything and then fucking become a, an absolute fucking patsy for your dad's behavior but it's a lot easier um, to burn money than to make it mate yeah that's exactly right so i i just think that there is there's this entire army of people that are growing by the day that are set to the purpose of we want more and oh let's finish on this right this is um for for all of our european and whatever listens listeners I want to tell you guys, you guys are fucking awesome because here in Australia, like we unfortunately are, uh, uh, people like myself and, and your boy ties here uh, are a small percentage of the population compared to some other places in the world. Because the reason I say that is that there are European and, and, and countries that have been on the streets protesting this coronavirus and that for fucking months now. Yep. And I got sent this the other day, and I want to just play the bit of this down the microphone, um, which I'm surprised I'm still even able to play it. This video that I got sent, which I can't share because I'm too scared of getting fucking blocked. That's why I'm just going to play a bit of it. You, you were not going to be able to see it, obviously, but I want you to honestly understand that there are at least 50,000 plus people in what you're about to hear that are all a part of, of what you're going to hear right now. This is in the UK, and there, I think it's Trafalgar Square, and it is wall to wall as far as the eye can see, people. I'll just want to play it for the next little bit because it's what we've talked about recently. <laughs> and it goes on like that. And I watched that and I was like, holy fuck, that gives me hope. Yeah. And whatever your position is, we've talked a lot about this fucking coronavirus, but that is people that are not happy with the answers that are being given, not happy with the figures that are being given and they're actually doing something about it. And knowing that that 
fifty could have even been quite easily been a hundred, two hundred thousand. You can't see it's one person's phone in a crowd, but when she puts the phone up and pans, you can't see where the people stop, and that's where I guess you know we. I unfortunately I th- feel Australia are a little bit too fucking chilled. Yeah, that's why I believe that we're guinea pigs in a lot of things because I feel yeah. that we just allow. Oh yeah, we just whatever is going to happen is going to happen, and it's kind of like well. It's kind of why we've gotten ourselves to the position that we've got ourselves in with some things. Um, but seeing that stuff gives me so much hope. Oh, yeah. You know, you look at those – remember the yellow vest marches from France? I do. And they I were do. talking and about pedophilia. And they were going on for and, fucking days, not weeks, bro. And you look at the protests in Hong Kong about the fucking, again, Chinese yeah. Communist Party and what came along and stopped both of those massive protests. Fucking coronavirus. Yep. So you look at coronavirus stopping all of these massive protests that were like relentless and you look at what it's done for this whole mail-in voting and fucking everything. Like it was the most perfectly timed, executed, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Wherever it came from, it, it, it served a purpose far greater than we can possibly imagine. So then to see these countries that are hitting the streets and marching and protesting and, and basically, you know, fighting for these basic human rights, it gives me hope and belief that there is a a future where there's as i said when you've got this side of us that aren't going to go back to sleep we're not going to all of a sudden go you know what i'm happy working for pittance and not having any time with my family and not getting access to these basic human rights and and having to fucking uh give myself this vaccine that i don't really feel comfortable with but it's the only way i keep my job and i need to keep a roof over my family's head and these kinds of like moral dilemmas that they're creating for us you, no one all of a sudden decides that they're happy with that. Yeah. That doesn't go away. Yes, they make these efforts like silencing me and, and other people on Facebook, which stops our ability to talk about it and we are more hesitant to discuss it or whatever. And they can make small inroads with that, but they can never change how we feel in our heart. Yeah, That doesn't all of a sudden go back. I don't in two weeks' time come to this podcast and go, Actually, I've been wrong about this feeling, not about factual stuff. I mean, this feeling that I have in my heart. It's an intuitive there thing. There is something wrong and something that it can be better. That feeling doesn't change. And all you do is slowly bring more people across. Mate, I'm going to tell you something, right? There's people in my life that, that, that doubt almost wholeheartedly what I say, right? They, they, they think that... I'm just a little bit too far out and what I believe in is a little bit too like, oh, you just believe whistleblowers or oh, you just believe this. Like, and they're saying that from an uneducated point of view because it's not just whistleblowers. It's not just testimony. When you start getting this feeling and you start getting this wall of evidence, you can't go back to sleep. You can't, you can't turn off. You can't see the world the way you used to. And all these people that are still fighting it and still fighting the, the fact that they don't want to wake up are just delaying the inevitable. And I know that these people deep down know that this world isn't right. Nobody can be – no one can look at this world and look around and be like, hey, this is the best way we're living. We're we're fracking the fucking earth. We're destroying the ocean. We're fucking killing – we're destroying species of animals by the year. We're fucking destroying each other. Where, where everything we're doing to this planet, to ourselves, to the animals, to the things we coexist with, spiritually, mentally, and physically is wrong. And we know it. And everybody knows it. But they're too afraid to stand out. Like They're too afraid to stand like we do, stand in front of their friends and say, this isn't right. This yeah. is the truth. They're too afraid because they'd rather go with the status quo because the, the status quo is still, like, is still asleep. Yeah. I think what's, what's going to happen over these next... 
this next maybe if I had to put a, a more conservative time frame on it, I I would like to say the year, but I'm gonna be conservative and say it's more like gonna be like five years. Yeah. Right. Over the next five years, the status quo will become like us. People will listen to podcasts like us. People will listen to even the more kind of like chilled ones like Joe Rogan every now and then will drop a truth bomb or something like that. Or they'll go the polar opposite and they'll go somewhere like the X-22 report or Red Pill 78 and they'll go there, Charlie Ward show, uh, Robert David Steele, and they'll go there and they'll hear these like real far out things or Project Camelot for fuck's sake. You listen to some of Kerry Cassidy's interviews with these people that like channeled extraterrestrials or they were born on Mars or whatever like that and you sit there and you go... Yeah, I don't know. It seems a bit far out because it's just like her interviewing a dude or, 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 or a lady or something like that. And, you know, you can only go by what they're saying. But like I've said a few times now, when you triangulate things, you got to be able to triangulate. you got to be able to take a little piece of this over here and hold on to it. Take a little bit of piece over here and hold on to it. Take a little piece from over there and hold on to it. And when you get a piece from one, two and three that all match up, then you know that you're starting to get down the right path. Because there is a lot of bullshit. There is a lot of lies. There is a lot of exaggerations. There is like 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 the log story. It was the biggest fucking log, man. I carried the biggest log. Yeah. And I'm sure it was a big log. But was it it the biggest log? Was it the biggest log ever carried? Probably not. No. So you know, you you gotta you gotta you gotta you one, you gotta use discernment. You don't you don't just trust every single thing that gets said because I don't, right? You gotta use, and you gotta trust your intuition. You gotta follow your heart, and you gotta open your mind to the possibility that the world we live in isn't right. So, well, this is what people listening have to understand: that this, what we've talked about today, comes from a culmination of, for me now, nearly seven or six or seven years of 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 deep rabbit hole diving. Yep. Where I have seen every possible scenario fed to me, and I'm bringing you my best understanding. And that this best understanding happens to align with millions of other people. Yeah. So that's where it's coming from. It's not just I've watched one crappy fucking. Yeah. It's not one YouTube know, crappy YouTube video that everyone seems to well, think. Well, do you know what's so funny is that I before my Facebook got nuked, I think I shared it and I was like, this aged well because it was a it was a post from me from 2013. So I'm talking maybe a year and a half before my awakening, right. we'll call it, right, where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking sick of people that watch one shitty 9-11 documentary and think they've been given unfathomable knowledge about the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, a fucking Doritos, a triangle, Illuminati, like, and yeah. I'm like just taking the fucking piss out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I shared that and I was like, wow, this aged well. Um, <laughs> Uh, because you know that that's it. It, it. It's something where this hasn't just come from this, and because if it had, then there would be no corroborating fucking belief of this across a large yeah, network. Of exactly people. right. This Mate, isn't fr- just ten YouTubers. This is millions of people is, set to purpose. Yeah, and this is millions. It's people. where the Q thing comes in because um, you know the 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 information dissemination project that was that was clearly seemed to be military. But it, it got everyone on the same page about stuff that was verifiable, you know, and he was dropping things before they became public knowledge. He was talking about people that were going to, you know, uh, you know, seem like they were going to betray Trump or whatever and it was all for optics and, and you know, basically told us that the Russia thing was never going to come to fruition, told us that the impeachment thing was never going to come to fruition, told us about Epstein before anything ever happened with Epstein 
told us about Rachel uh, Chandler, told us about Gislaine, to look at Gislaine and look at Les Wexner and, and look at Gislaine's dad, Robert Maxwell, all of these things were told to us through this project and it yep. gave us the, the – the, it set us to purpose to dig on these things gave together the tools, and find mate. these information. Yeah. Told us about Nixium, that cult, the sex yep. cult with Keith Rannier and, and Alison Mack, the chick from Smallville. Told us all about this stuff before it became public knowledge. Yeah. Um, and that was enough to verify that there was some fucking reality to That's the it. level of knowledge that the these The future proves past when it comes to Q. You um, can keep going back and you can look at the things that have happened that they've already – they said it a long time ago. So. Yeah, and it uh, again, I, I just have a lot of confidence in that there is that people are like watching that video, man. Just you, you can feel down on yourself, and then you watch that video and go, "These people have had enough." They're literally standing yeah. in, in, by the thousands in the street, chanting this all unanimously together because they want better, they want more, because and, they're tired of their lives being destroyed in front of them with yeah. and when they them having no no power and no say in their own lives anymore. And it's like, you know, the, the last thing, because we should probably wrap it up because this is getting long now, but like a lot of people's parents and whatever have already felt these ways for years. But like I've heard my own parents say, well, I'm just one person. What can I possibly do? But it's like, then you watch that video of like 50,000 people in Trafalgar Square chanting that song together and you go, well, we're not one person because look at what they're doing. Yeah. And that that those videos then get released and people watch that video and go, holy shit, this isn't just a bunch of crazy people that have like found a, a dodgy article on the internet and been brainwashed. No, they're all out of their houses with these signs and with these chants and whatever because they believe it in their heart because it's, it's backed by more than whatever – you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's not – they've always made us out to be just this group of crazy fringe people when it's like, no, we're actually a large percentage of the population, which is the scariest thing for the people on the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I think that we should probably um, – Yeah. We should probably leave let's it wrap there, it up. But- let, let, let's wrap it up there. Th- thanks for listening again, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Over the last couple of weeks, we've – really gained some good momentum and it's cool to see people from once again overseas really repping for us we're yeah. getting way more people overseas than australia which is quite mind-boggling unbelievable yeah so yeah. if you're one of our uk listeners our, our spanish listeners our french listeners where uh, where we're getting a lot at the moment or please. anyone from the states because there's a lot of people actually from the states starting to tune yeah, in the too. states as well yeah like just um please hit us up please let us know i got a random ad on facebook the other day and i was like oh is this one of them and then it just ended up being a fucking bot and she just wanted to <laughs> Wanted me to pay for her pics of her tits, but um, of course, of um, course. And you know, I paid, and they weren't even good. So ah. uh, you know, disappointing. But um, yeah, if you're one of our um, if you're one of our international listeners, please just just hit us up and, and let us know how you yeah. found it, um, and and what you enjoy about it, because um, you know, we want to make it as accessible to everyone as possible. Yeah, that's um, it. you know, if you can understand a couple of fucking bogans from Australia, yeah. um, talking, then then that's what we're here for. Um, we we talked about mental health a little bit at the beginning. We are going to do – we want to do a massive episode about it again, a third uh, mental health mansion, and um, we, we want to either have a guest on it or we want to do it with video because we feel like – the, like we said at the beginning, that there's been such a massive positive response and we've kind of gone away from the clips because of what happened with YouTube. So we want to do another massive mental health one when we have the video clips again so that we can then uh, – when we have the video, full video, yeah. so that we can then break it up into clips and really make it um, accessible to everyone. So I don't want anyone to think that we're, we're we've taken a break from that or anything – as we said at the beginning, it's still very much a passion of this podcast. Yeah. It's just something where we want to make sure that we're 
we're we're saving that stuff. That's it. Um, yeah. For there, a there's, time. there's lots of things that we've we've gone like oh, we're going to go hell hard on this, then we've had to pull back because we don't want to be a show about one thing. We don't want it to be just about mental health. We don't want to be just about conspiracy. We don't want to be just about comedy. So if, you, if you're going, oh, fuck, when are they going to do a conspiracy episode or when are they going to do a, a mental health episode or when are they going to do another weird, wacky, wonderful you know, yeah. news episode, these, they, all these things are coming back. You just got to keep tuning in. Well, and we're going to be here for a long time. Oh, that's it. That's so we're going to space this shit out. And if I know and you want UFOs. Not, we, again, we want oh, to do a UFO video one episode. will be huge. I promise you it'll be like yeah, at least wanna, a two and a half hour. It'll we want to be, be, be full video and we want a UFO to somehow like come into the background like while we're talking <laughs> yeah, by yeah, yeah. accident and it just happens to tie it all in. That's it. We get abducted on video. Oh, I can't wait to get abducted UFOs. on video. It's going to be sick. Like, I'll cop a probe for this podcast. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, you know, well, if, people are copping a probe just to get coronavirus tested now, so what's the difference of fucking an alien? Might as well get fucking probed. That's it. Um, if, so, if, so if you are listening and you haven't followed along, uh, Facebook is uh, facebook.com for just Wormholes Podcast. Same with the Instagram. Uh, that, that that has a link to our Shopify on there. So make sure you just follow along. If Because if you're listening and you're not following along, you're not... You, you could be missing some of these things we're talking about. Like when we're saying we're trying to keep it positive, we're trying to share funny memes, we're trying to we're trying to bring you know mental health into the into the spotlight, especially on the Facebook page. So follow along if you feel inclined to chuck us a dollar fifty, two dollars fifty. Uh, we, we've got a PayPal which is paypal.me forward slash wormholes podcast. Uh, if you don't want to donate at all, if you want to try and re- request money from us too. We might even we might even do that. Yeah, but if you, if I highly doubt it. Yeah. But, <laughs> you but can hit us try. Up. But hit us up either way. Traffic, traffic. So you want some fucking bread, bro? I got your back. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, thank you so much. And 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 again, just the the we talked at the very beginning about the people that have been reaching out and and you know, f- for I guess to start with, it was more feedback about the podcast itself and um, which is amazing, but hearing those kinds of things talking about people with their own personal journeys that is what i want more of yeah because that is the shit that i care about beyond like i say this in the least douchiest way but i I think we're pretty confident in in the medium that we've created now and so we're not looking for as much about the podcast i kind of feel like we kind of know the direction we're going in we always want more but what I'm really interested in is hearing from you people about your own lives, about your own journeys and yeah. and giving us more things to talk about, you know, we or, or giving us reasons to, to bring more guests on, you know. We've had such amazing people already and we're, if you're wondering as well, like obviously I know we had Big Al on a couple of weeks ago but we haven't talked about, we're kind of waiting for uh, the move to our, our new kind of studio and then we're going to probably be having back-to-back-to-back-to-back guests because yeah. I've got So basically I'm, I'm moving house so we we, we – we need to wait until that's all settled in and I've got it. So it's going to be set up bigger and better. Videos on the way. More guests are on the way. More merch is on the fucking... Absolute horizon. Very, very close horizon. So keep tuned in and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace out, homies.